0: All right, we're ready to go. How many of you um, watch a TV program called Suits? Yeah, we've got some some fans. Um, I love that TV program. I'll tell you, if you've never seen it, it's about a law firm, and it's mainly around these two guys. One is this guy called Harvey Specter, who's the coolest, smartest kind of cleverest dude that you'll ever meet, and um and his young understudy, a guy called Mike Ross, and uh, every week this, you, you see that these guys they come up against someone or something that's uh, that is really doing something that, and you just feel like that's wrong, that's wrong, and you think they're going to get away with it, and you think that uh, it's it's going to be so unjust, and then you know just towards the end. Harvey and Mike they come and they come up with some super cool super clever thing and they they win they win the case and through their clever lawyering so but often these guys they have to go they have to go to court to defend their client, and they are super super clever in the way that they do this they 're looking at um, at defending their client and they 've got to do this in all sorts of different ways now and have you ever felt as someone that is a person of faith or someone that faith is a um, a part of your life, an important part of your life? Have you ever felt like sometimes you 've had to be like the defense attorney for God, where people are going like man he 's just so mean and you 're going no he 's not it 's like but he's just he 's just so quiet he 's just so not around so like, well you know he's just i just don 't think he exists well well." You know, no, no, no. He's he's just um, he just only seems to you know look after these people, but not those people. Like, what's what's that all about? And you feel like you've got to speak up on his defence. Have you ever felt like that? Felt like, and you kind of, think, well, I'm not a I'm not a defence attorney. I'm not like I wish I was. I wish I was like Harvey Specter. <laughs> I kind of think that sometimes when I'm watching the program. <laughs> But look, there's some really helpful instructions that Jesus gave to us, and it was after the resurrection, and he was with his followers for that short time afterwards, and, uh, and he said this to them, it's in, in Acts 1.8, he says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So these are some of the last words that he gives to his followers before he ascends to heaven, and it's this call to believers to all followers. He says, "Be a witness now you see in the courtroom there's lots of players, aren't there there's the lawyers, but then there's the witnesses, and the witnesses you know what the witnesses are there for they're just there to say so what'd you see what what'd you see what happened what happened so well, and that's what that's what God's calling us to do. It's just say, just to be witnesses, just say what say what happened. So well, I don't really know how to explain it, but man, God's just, God's just good. It's just better. My life's just better with God. That might be as good as it gets. It's just I don't know. It's just it's just good. Well, Jesus has helped me. Jesus helped me. We prayed about this this thing. We prayed for a job. And uh, and this thing happened. It was just. It was like a miracle. You know, I've I've changed. I used to be like a rat bag, and now I'm like not so much of a rat bag. You know, yeah. I'm not a. You know, I'm. I, I'm not a. I'm not a theological expert, but I just can tell you what God's done for me, what God is doing in my life. You know, we're, we're in the middle of the series which is called, um, you know, What on Earth Am I Here For? And we started off by understanding that our, the, the main reason that we're here is because God wanted us to be here. He made us, and He loves us. And then it's, it rolls over, and because of that, what, what is it that we've got to do? And we talked about how the, one of the purposes that God has got for us is that God wants us to love Him back. He loves us and he wants us to love him back. We talked about how we're also called and is, is the reason, one of the reasons that God has made us is to love others, is to love other people. Last week we looked about how one of the other purposes that we have for being here on this planet is so that we can grow up. talked about how we want to grow up before we grow old. And today we're looking at this this other purpose that God has made us for and it's to like... Is to be reaching out to other people, is to be telling other people and helping others to know God as well as well as us. So we're going to be looking at that um, today. So um, there's a you know Jesus said this to to his followers again in John 17. Says this is Jesus speaking. In the same he's praying in the same way that you gave me a mission to the in the world, I give them a mission in the world let's Let's pray as we get into this that God will just open our hearts to what he has to say father we we're so grateful for your presence here god it's 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 such a good thing to to sing our prayers to to open our hearts to you in worship and and god i'm just so grateful as I look around, I just see how you are doing such good things in in so many people's lives and god we again we ask for your your presence to be here we ask for your for and you to help us to to know what you're speaking to us god that you'd plant in our hearts today just this understanding of like part of what you made us for is for us to be reaching back with one of our arms for for others to say come on come on let's be let's be followers of god together amen So when it comes to this whole thing of talking to other people or sharing your faith or reaching out, um, I know that some of you may think, oh, nah, mate, I think that's probably your job, Matt. You're the, you're the pastor, you know. That's why we give money to the church so that you and Jacinda can go and do all that stuff and tell people about Jesus and help people to know Jesus. I'll, I'll tell you this, like being a pastor can, can often get in the way of that. Um people can look at you and you go, yeah, you're just you you're like a salesman. You get you're you're paid to tell people about Jesus. You're paid to to sell this religion stuff. And um and so sometimes people are like, you know, I don't know about that, but you guys you guys got a lot of credibility. It's like if I'm the salesman, you guys are the you guys are the satisfied customers. <laughs> you know, you, you guys want, hey, let me tell you about what God's doing. I'm, this is good stuff. Satisfied, satisfied customers have credibility. Because like, you're, you're credible because no one else can, can tell your story, tell, be, a, be a witness for what God's doing in your life. No one else can do that. It's your thing. So God wants us to tell other people about what has happened to us and to invite them into his family. So then the question comes up, so if that's what we're supposed to do, where where do we do it? Where do we do it? That's quite cool. I just bumped that a little bit and it's still going. So where do we go? So Jesus, remember we looked at that verse in Acts 1 and it said, So I'm wanting you to go and I'm wanting you to go out and be witnesses to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so that's kind of like helpful. So Jesus wants us to go to Jerusalem. So I've charted a plane this week for us all. (laughs) No, I haven't actually done that. I know some of you are going, really? You really have? <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. This is, this is a model. When Jesus said that to them, they were in Jerusalem. That, that's where they were. So what he's saying, like, here's what we're going to do. I want you to start just where you are and just say what, say what God's been doing in your life. And, like, and sometimes, I like guess it's not always, like, awesome, is it? Like, life, life gets hard. So, it's like, being real about what God's doing in your life in the hard times is is just as valid it's still just telling the story but he's saying just start where you are start with your you know your neighbors or your your people you work with or your family you know on the sideline at a sports game as you're watching your kids play um just be witnesses so jerusalem is like our hibiscus coast Okay, that's our hibiscus coast. So then it talks about Jerusalem and Judea. Now, Jerusalem's like the city. Judea was like the province. So it would be like for our Auckland. So it would be like the one and a half million people that are are in Auckland. Okay, so that's that's Judea. And um, I'm going to talk a bit more about the Judea and the Samaria and the ends of the earth um, shortly. But I'm going to jump on to from the where to the who like who should we be who should we be talking about to this about you know who 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 is it um you know maybe it's someone that you bump into yeah maybe but but most likely it's going to be the people that we know that we've got something in common with let me let me tell you, like Paul the apostle, you read you know he wrote a big chunk of the the uh the new testament the bible um he talked about how having something in common with people creates a connection from which bigger conversations will flow. Okay, let me say that again because I actually wrote this myself and I think it's quite smart now that I've just read it again. So Paul talked about having something in common with others creates a connection from which bigger conversations can flow. Listen to this. First Corinthians, this is is him writing to the church in Corinth. First Corinthians 9, he says this, Even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone, I have voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people. Religious, non-religious, meticulous moralists, loose-living immoralists, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I didn't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I've become just about every sort of servant there is in my attempts to lead those I meet into a God-saved life. I did all this because of the message. I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to be in on it. I like this guy. So how about this? How about this, Coast Vineyard? How about you do what you love doing and you invite other people to come and join you? Well, that sounds like fun. That sounds good. Just be friends with people and love them and and just see what opportunities to talk about life and faith will come up. Opportunities to be a witness. Do you like fishing? Do you like going to the movies? Do you like arranging flowers? Do you like hiking? Do you like watching rugby? Do you like knitting? Do you like... This thing's got a little chuckle there. It's a bit of a dying art, isn't it? Do you like visiting art galleries? Do you like scrapbooking? Do you like watching motorsport? Do you like playing poker? Well, why not invite others to join you and see what happens? So let's get back to this where. So we've talked about Jerusalem, and we've talked about Judea being this, this Auckland. It talks about Samaria. Now, Judea was like a province... And the province to the north of Judea was Samaria. And the people in Samaria, it's not too far away. It's like kind of us going to the Waikato or us going to Northland. And, uh, and it's sort of the same, but it's still quite different. You know, you get a bit nervous, don't you, when you travel out of Auckland to say that you're from Auckland? It's like... Because there's the difference, is that everyone out of Auckland... Thinks that Aucklanders think that they're awesome, and Aucklanders, they just know that they're awesome. Is that? <laughs> no, we need to wipe that from the recording. I'll get in so much trouble. I, I don't mean that, I'm just playing. Um... But it's a little bit different, eh? And it's so like, so like, mostly it's, for most of us, it's just gonna be, we're just called to be where we are. But then for some of us, it may be that, you know, we, we, we go further afield. Uh, Friend of mine called um, Sam Harvey with the Grace Vineyard in Crosschurch, They're going to be planting a church um, over the next uh, while in uh, in the Hawks Bay, and we were just chatting and he just, we were just sort of talking about. It. Wouldn't it be cool to take a whole bunch of people down and do a weekend down there and help, you know, do some outreach and do some? He said would be awesome. So that might be us doing, you know, going to our Samaria, but then it says and going to the ends of the world. Now back. Back in that day there, the ends of the world was kind of the Sahara Desert. And then if you go west, it's just dropping off the ocean. And if you go east, it's kind of India's the ends of the earth. And, um, and if you go north, it just gets cold. So um, I don't know where the, the boundary was that they thought was then. But, um, but for a small few of you, you're going to be called to go to the ends of the earth. And, I, you know, looking around here, I know that there are people here that have, uh, have done that for big seasons big seasons, you know, of their lives where they've gone to the ends of the earth to, for the sake of the gospel. And, uh, some friends of ours, um, who, uh, up until a couple of years back were part of the Vineyard Church up at Snell's Beach and, um, they are now, um, going to India and they've been, they're now very involved with helping with the, um, uh, the anti-trafficking, uh, organisation that, that's up there. And it's just, you know, that's, and, like, you know, they both had very solid jobs here. You know, he was working in the uh, as a detective in the police force, and um, now he's up doing that. And also know that for for a number of you, there's going to be opportunities to go to the ends of the earth for a little burst and to come back again. And it's a lot easier to do that now um, than it used to be. So, we, I mean, we've got Nairi Harvey. We prayed for her last week. She's off in Malaysia for a couple of weeks. She's over there. Um, there's talk of another um, trip next year to uh, back to Nepal with um, with our friends, uh, with the, the wonderful things that are happening up there, with the with a large number of vineyard churches up in that in that area. It's just incredible stuff. It'll change your life. This sort of stuff will change your life. And um, so, just dropping that in there. You know, some of you have moved here um, from another country. And um, you've got this kind of unique position where you can connect with people from that culture in this culture. In the last census, they found out that there are 377,550 people in Auckland. 377,000 people in the Auckland region can speak two languages. And 99% of those, they speak English and another language. I'm just like maybe maybe that's kind of like our our Samaria. It might be for you. It might be that um, you know you could start a like a Bill appreciation group or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Today, but this whole thing of of like going. To connecting and, and you know with different groups, it's it's such a cool thing that we can we can get the opportunity to do. You know, like going to the ends of the earth. Like you could probably get most places in about thirty six hours, maybe forty eight hours if you had to land another flight and then a and then a small plane and then a, a four wheel drive. You get you know it's so so doable. And um, did you know that we've got people in this church that were missionaries in Timbuktu? True. Sure. Like, and Timbuktu is kind of a symbol worldwide of the ends of the earth because, boy, you just, it's, you look at it on the map and you go, like, man, it's like you kind of get there and it's like a big full stop in the middle of Africa. Um, but I would love, I would love for every one of us to, at some point, to go on some kind of trip like this because they've done, they've done. Funny little research studies, and not funny they 're trying to like work out like how do people grow in their faith and there 's a few things, but one of the things that that has been consistently talked about is that when people do something like a an overseas trip for the sake of the gospel like it 's just like this big jump up in their in terms of their their own journey of of faith and their own their own growth there. Um, their relationship with God you know there's all sorts of things that, uh, that that kick in there's there's a whole bunch more prayer that happens than usual and they, they see God work in different ways they see God use use them in powerful ways so I'm just going to put that out there and I'm going to say if these opportunities that come up instead of instead of starting with like um, why should I respond with like why shouldn't I and I'm also going to say, too, is that like, I would love for any of you, if any of you have just got this, this excitement in your heart for another country, can you this week, even now, you can actually get your phone out and text it to me or just send it, tear, off the, tear off part of the news sheet and write it on there or send me an email through the week. Because what happens is as more and more people join us at Coast Vineyard, You know, there's often that, that people come with things that God has planted in their hearts. And... And sometimes it takes me a while to kind of get to those things. And I'm thinking this week, I'm excited to think, like, if everyone does this, that there's going to be some consistent consistency around, like, oh, my goodness, look at this. There's, like, all these people have got this place on their heart. And then we've got to say, God, what do we want us to do about that now? So, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. And it might be the um, – I know that there's people here they have got a heart for the Philippines – for Malaysia, for Nepal, for India, um, Pacific Islands, um, Caribbean. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be good if we just, like, people just, while I was praying, all I could just see was, was palm trees, and <laughs> I could just see these, like, drinks with the little umbrellas sticking out of them. So we start locally, but we just keep an eye out for these opportunities further afield. So that's the that's the where and the who. But then there's the how. Like, how do we how do we do this thing? Like, I when I was a, a young Christian, and you know, a long time ago now, and everything that people told me about, like sharing my faith, it just seemed like, oh man, this is just this is just hard. I don't know if I can do this, but but you know what Jesus is calling us to do is just to talk about good news. You know the word gospel it means good news. And uh, how many people here like to hear good news? Yeah, it's good. How many like to share good news? My friend Craig Young is a is a Crusaders rugby fan. They haven't they haven't lost a game all year. So every week I hear Craig telling me his good news, you know. He can't help himself. Um you can 't help yourself when you 've got good news, but like i'm trying to you know as i 'm sort of putting this together this mess and i 'll tell you like putting this to, this together the, this week it was just speaking so much to me is just you know I felt so challenged personally and so much more inspired it 's like yes, this is what we're called to, but i can, I know that my thoughts and often some of your thoughts will be similar at some but You'll be thinking, oh like, yeah, but Matt, my my friends just aren't interested in religion. They just they're just not interested. They just don't want to. They don't want to know about God. And let I me mean, just tell you a story. It's just like a couple of weeks ago, I was with a friend, and we're down in um, a uh, a cafe down in in Ouriwa, and just having a, having a catch up. And there was a a lady that was was serving us there, and and. Um, she, you know, quite a strong accent, so I was just still talking to her about you know where she's from, and and she was um, obviously pregnant, which is different than someone who's not obviously pregnant. And if someone's not obviously pregnant, don't say to them, you know, don't don't ask them about when their baby's due, okay? Because sometimes they're not pregnant, okay? <laughs> she was obviously pregnant, and uh, just in the midst of her serving me, I just feel like God just dropped this thing. Into my head, just saying, you should pray for her and pray for a baby. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't really want to do that. I'm here for, for food, not for praying for people. And was my first response, but then I go, no, like, let's let's do this, you know. And so she came over the next time, and I just said, hey, you know, excited to see that you're, you know, you're you're, you're pregnant, and you're going to be, you know, as your first first baby. Yes, first baby. She's like, would. You know, would it be okay if I if I prayed for you and prayed for your baby? And she looked at me like I think you said you want to pray for me and my baby? I said, you yeah. know. And she said, Yes. I said, Well, why don't you just put your hands on your tummy, on your bump, and um and I'll pray. And um so just just prayed for her and um and uh you know, it's got to the end and then she says yeah. She said, and pray for the father too, pray for the father too. So I'm like okay, pray pray for the father. And um and you know, she, afterwards she just looked at me and she said like that was that was really nice. That I didn't expect that at all. That was that was really nice. You know we we don't want to just think that people have got no interest in, in religion. You know, people people are just open to 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 spiritual things if you don't believe me and if you're brave enough next time you meet someone that you know or just meet just anyone or just if you're really brave talk to 10 people and get some statistics going it's just um, just to ask them so tell me are you a spiritual person 9 out of 10 9 out of 10 will say yes I'll tell you so where are we up to You know, when we ask that question, I, you know, I don't think people are interested in religion. I think one of the things that's sort of swirling here is that I don't really think that the interest, the issue, is that people aren't wanting to talk about God or aren't interested in spiritual things. Is that I think that the issue is that for for most of us, we just forget how good it is to be in God's family. Just how good it, the good news really is. We forget. You know, for For many people that have come to i know that many people have grown up in a strong christian home and they can 't really remember the time when they weren 't a Christian, but for many people here they actually have made a decision to and come to faith and um and you, you you talk to them about their story and they just you hear about like just how challenging it is before they worked out what they were made for. And that it's all about this this relationship with God, and so you hear about like, man, I was just I was just miserable. I just had just no no idea, no no sense of purpose. I just got I had fear. I had fear of dying, and like had no idea what was what was next. I had this, um, you know, I lived with shame. I lived with you know fear. I lived with guilt. Lived with this lack of purpose. And yeah, the longer we're Christians, we can just forget we can just forget how good the good news is you know because a lot of people i know that most people think about that aren't people of faith will think about christianity as being just a whole bunch of rules and regulations that's going to like bring my life from being like down to this tiny little thing of just like having to like behave myself you know all the time and um you think it's more about what you what you can't do but you know as as lee said last week and as we we you know, we we talk about a lot is that the good news of the gospel is that God has just got his arms wide open and saying, Come just come as you are. Just come as you are. Come as you are. I know you I, I know you, I know you I know the things that aren't so good. I know the things that you've done that you're ashamed of, but just come. Come as you are. You're welcome, you're loved and you're accepted just come as you are come and and i have forgiveness for you and when you know you're forgiven shame and guilt will fall away come as you are when and and let me let me cleanse you let's let's start again let's 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 have a fresh start so this whole thing of of Knowing God, it's not about a bunch of rules. It's about it's about choosing to step into a life of trusting God. Choosing to step into a life of trusting God. Having faith for forgiveness, for provision, for direction, for wisdom, for growing, for healing, and for this next life that's coming. You know, Paul again, and I know you can't help but Read the Bible and see Paul the Apostle just popping up everywhere. He wrote another letter in the Bible that's uh, to the church in Rome. And in the opening chapter, which is this wonderful, these first eight chapters uh, in, in the book of Romans that he writes, it's like him explaining the whole good news. Uh, and it was later in his in his ministry career, and uh, and he writes this, uh, like I say, writes this letter to the Romans. And we did a we did a message uh, series on it um, last year, I think. And uh, just it's just so good, such good stuff. But in the opening chapter, he's talking about this good news. Romans one sixteen to seventeen, it's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in Him, starting with the Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith confirming what Scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. You know, so being a Christian is not about all about getting it right. It's about trusting God. Trusting God for everything. And when we trust in Him, good stuff happens. So when you're talking to people about this good news, you can talk about things from that have happened. Like so I'm I'm now free from the the guilt and shame of, of the sin of my past. I've been cleansed by God. I've been given a fresh start. We can talk about the now, how we've got, we now have this life where we've got purpose. We've got purpose. We, we have a, we understand why we exist. To love God back, to love people, to grow and become all that we could be. All that, all that God has, you know, has made us to become. We can grow into that. That we can help others, you know, as we've got an arm up towards god we can have an arm back for others as well and next week we're going to be talking about the um the the last one of this uh, the series about what he's called us to and then so it's the past it's the present but it's also the future this just the certainty that this life is not the end it's the promise that that he gives to those of us that trust in him so you'll be with me forever It says in romans six twenty two and twenty three i 'll just read the last little bit of this. The whole thing will probably pop up there but god 's gift is real life, eternal life delivered by Jesus our master. so this is what we need to be sharing with people just the the freedom from the past, the hope of the present well the 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 purpose of the present, and the hope of the future i mean that 's good news it 's good news that's, good news. that's That's real good news. There's a guy that, um, a very famous Christian called St. Francis, uh, lived in Italy, St. Francis of Assisi, and he used to say, uh, you should preach, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. So I know we, you know, we need to talk about, but like so much of, of sharing our faith is just is just who we are and how we live, and being, um, being a, a person of love and and, uh, um. write down here that you know we need to be like audiovisual Christians, and both you know things that we say, but also just who we are. Um, you know, people have all kinds of ideas about what Christians are like. But I'll tell you, love will change their mind. You remember? You may not know this, but um, there, in in America, there's this big thing around the um, the legality of uh, abortions, and it all comes back to a case that was um, went to the Supreme Court, and they and they um, decided there that it was you know you could uh, you were able to terminate a um, a pregnancy, and the case was uh, Roe versus Wade. You may have heard that before. Well, this, uh, the, the lady Jane Rowe, who was at the, at the centre of this, this whole thing, um, about just a number of years after that, uh, that case, um, she was the one that was arguing for the right to, um, to terminate this, the, the pregnancy, um, a number of years, so in the midst of that, just protests everywhere, protests just right across the states, you know, people saying, you know, on this side and people on this side, and... Um, but a number of years uh, after that, um, Jane Roe met a, a Christian and, and became great friends. And, um, and Jane Roe actually became a Christian. And she said that, you know, just talking about that, it was just like, it was just this incredible love that this person showed me that just, um, that just changed, it just softened my heart and changed my heart. It's interesting, you know, all the protests all across the country, yeah, you know, did nothing. One person with, you know, demonstrating love, you know, changed, changed a person's heart, so... Um, so love, love, love changes people. You know, you know. You might be there, thinking, oh, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can actually talk to people about faith. I'm a bit shy, and but I tell you, love can do can do just so so much. So we've you know we've got to be we've got to be people of love. And I I, I kind of think that for me, and possibly for you as well, I think one of the reasons that we don't share our faith and and invite people to be to know God as much as we do is because we just we kinda just don't love people enough. I know it's a bit hard to say, but you know, I know it is for me. It's like I'm my my fear of um, people just like thinking I'm an idiot or or pushing me away or, you know, over overpowers my love that knowing that this would be good for this person if they if they came to God, this would just be the best thing in their whole life. And so I know that we've just I know that we've just got to become people that that love more, and I think the only way I can do that is just to is just to ask God to to change my heart more, to, to to grow in this thing. And you know, it's it's most people I think are a little bit shy about talking to people. Most New Zealanders, you know, it's a culture. I mean, there's some cultures, and it's just like people just like they'll share their opinion, they'll yell at each other, have this big argument, and then they'll hug and go off, and they'll be best of friends. You know, it's uh, we're not like that, and you know, we're a bit a bit more. Shy. I do have one friend though. Um, who is, um, he's just got a huge amount of boldness. There's one time when he, um, he was working on his farm and, um, he saw this guy come running across his farm and then he saw this cop car come up and these cops start running after this guy. So what would most of us do? We'd probably run into our house. No, he gets on his quad bike and he goes driving over the farm, chases this guy, jumps off his quad bike, tackles this guy and sits on him until the cops get here. So, um, some people just have more boldness than others, you know? It's like almost an irrational boldness. Um, but, um, but for most of us, it's just, you know, we are a little bit shy. But, like, I think we just somehow, I don't know how we do this, but we've just got to, we've got to get more love in us for people so that the love will overcome our shyness or our fear or our lack of boldness. Listen to this again. This is Paul talking to the church. This is a second letter to the church in, in, in Corinth in 2 Corinthians 5. he it says, It's no light thing to know that we'll all one day stand in that place of judgment. That's why we work urgently with everyone we meet to get them ready to face God. Paul's a very bold guy, but I just love his heart here because it's not just he's not talking about his boldness. You wait till you get to the punchline at the end. That's why we work urgently with everyone we meet to get them ready to face God. God alone knows how well we do this, but I hope you realize how much and deeply we care. We're not saying this to make ourselves look good to you. We just thought it would make you feel good, proud even, that we're on your side and not just nice to your face, as so many people are. If I acted crazy, I did it for God. If I acted overly serious, I did it for you. Listen to this. This is the punchline. Christ's love has moved me to such extremes. His love is the first and last word in everything we do. Christ's love has moved me. So God, move us. Move us by Christ's love for others. Just a couple of things and then I'll finish up. One thing, and I know I say this a lot, and again, it's it, hopefully this is helpful for us that are a little bit, less bold, is that I think all of us can be a bringer. Be a bringer. What do you mean by that? Well, while we're growing in courage, and we're growing in love, and we're growing in sharing our faith, we can still be a bringer. And I love this verse. This is when um, Andrew, uh, who became one of Jesus' followers, when he met Jesus, he's just like, oh my goodness, this is just unbelievable. And then it says this, the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we've found the Messiah.'" And he brought him to Jesus. He was a bringer. He just said, "Just, just come and meet him. Just come along, and we can invite people to. You know, we can invite people to church. Hopefully, look. If there's anything that we do here in church that you think like I couldn't bring someone along because you do that thing, then please tell us, because we we genuinely want this to be a place where we our arms are just wide open." to people. You know that they did a poll in the states, you know, just a recent poll and I know it's the states and I know it's a little bit different but a little bit the same as well. God bless America. <laughs> and um and they were just they just did this huge big study and they found out that one in 7 people in America um would come to church if someone invited them. And these are, you know, and it's like and this is—I mean, I just—they said they said that they worked it out. It was like whatever it was, 30, 30 something, three hundred something thousand people, you know, out of the, the whole population. Is that right? One in seven, um, and um, would would come to church. So who who could we bring? Here's here's something I want to I want to I want to challenge you. Put this out there. Why don't you bring one person along to church this term? Let's just say this term If you're not a, if you're not in the school rhythm, say it's around sort of the middle of the year. But why don't you bring one person along? And if it's not, if it's like oh, I couldn't because you do that dumb thing, Matt. I said, well, tell me what that dumb thing is, so we cannot do it because we want you to be able to invite people along. You know, people, God, God has got this plan, and this plan that He has is um, that. Saying, I'm going to get the people that know me and follow me, I'm going to get them to tell other people that they should know me and trust me and follow me as well. And you say, Well, God, God, what about uh, what's your plan B if that doesn't work? And he goes, I haven't got a plan B. This is it. This is it. It's up to us. Um, Again, this week I um, was just talking to. uh, to a, a, a lady and and it just it just conversation just got around to like um you know her her journey of faith and and um and we ended up having this big big chat and um you know there was a time when she went to church and and then these things these things happen and then some people said some things and and she just goes and she says my husband he just he used to like believe but now he just doesn't believe at all and and um, about God doesn't even believe God exists and, I'll go, and um and you know what I just thought this is this is um I've got a lot of things that I was planning on doing for the next half an hour an hour, but they can wait you know 'cause this is this is what God's called us to do is to be just talking to people and helping them um move forward in faith and um and you know what that that person may end up here in the next little while. And what I love about Coast Vineyard is I love the way that you all have got your arms wide open and that you see people that are on their own and you go and chat to them. And it's all part of this journey of helping to in, in, in invite people into this relationship of trusting God. In Colossians 4, this guy Paul wrote a lot of letters to a lot of places. He's writing a church to Coloss- in the church in Colossae. Um He says this, Colossians 4 verse 5, Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Make the most of every opportunity. And what a cool thing it would be to celebrate that I played a part in helping this person come into this incredible relationship with God that just changed their life. What a cool thing. Let's have that as part of our story. Let's let's all stand together. You know, I'd love to pray for us, but I also feel like God's wanting to do some other things there this morning as well. I feel like He's wanting to um, to heal. Uh, some people this morning and uh, I'll talk a little bit about that first but I don't want to go straight into that I want to just pray and um, because this is this is important stuff that this is this is part of our our calling part of what God is is saying like let's do this thing you know let's let's be a part of inviting others into the things that we've found so I'd love to just pray for us all and then we'll and then I want to just talk a little bit more about um what I think that God's wanting to do around uh, around this healing, so God, we just uh, we are so grateful that um, for the people that you put in our lives, that uh, that invited us into this place of our faith, into this place of knowing you, into this place of like choosing to uh, to have Jesus as our as our Lord, Jesus as our Savior. We're just so grateful, and we're so grateful to you, God, that you, it's your kindness. Your word says it's your kindness that leads us to repentance, that leads us to that place of turning from living our own life to trusting in you. And we're so grateful, and God, I just pray that in the busyness of our lives, God, in the busyness of um, just trying often just to just to do life well with you know with work and with family and with uh, with with home maintenance with all these things that are, uh, that are in, the, in the mix of, uh, of life. God, that you would keep this somehow in the mix for us as we bump into people that we ask that you would, you would release just a, um, that empowering of the Spirit in moments that we would, it would sort of shake us out of just the, the rolling along through life and go like, hey, this person, there's, there's a conversation to be had here. God, That you would do that, but just plant it in our hearts, God. Like, and we pray that you would plant more love in our hearts, more love in our hearts. That we would grow in love, God. That we would, you would, you would work on reducing our selfishness and work on increasing our other focused, other focusedness. That we would have more of a heart for others because that's what love is. That we would see people and we would and our, and and the love, the love. Christ's love would motivate us, would compel us to be people who, who tell your story, tell the good news, to be a witness, tell our story, and see what happens. Amen. Amen. Can I just get you to stay standing for a while, which might be a bit mean because I'm actually thinking that God's wanting to heal some backs right now. So, um, is there? If there are, um, I know that there's a couple of people that are here that we're we're going to pray for, um, that we we'll want to pray for. But I really just uh, this morning I've just been saying, God, what is it that you're wanting to do this morning? And I just feel very much that um, that this is what He is wanting to do. Even to the point where I saw Chris's shirt. And um this morning, and it says, "Got your back on it you know and this is' it's prophetic shirts, yes, like Adidas is not so prophetic so um but is there people here this morning that have got um, that have got back pain, and we just love to gather around you and and pray for you, and uh even if it 's something you know like Let's just let's just let's just stop there. Is there, is there anyone that would you know that would, would want some people to pray for them? And um, what I'm going to get you to do, I want you all to come up, come up here, and um, and come up the front. And if you need to sit because your back's sore, then it's okay. It's, uh, but c- come on, come on up, and we'll and we'll get some we'll get some people um, around you, and we're going to pray. We're just going to invite God to. Um, you come on, come on, come on. Unless unless you need someone to piggyback you up because your back's so sore. Okay. Okay, so now can I ask for some people that are here? just to gather around these people okay and uh, and we're going to pray for. Them. here's what we're going to do like I know that for many of you you're you're, um, you're very comfortable with, with praying for people but all we're doing here is we're just inviting the Holy Spirit to come you know we don't none of us have like healing in our pockets we're not doctors you know we haven't got a like a painkiller we're going to jab in or anything it's a it's just trusting that God's a good God and He's going to do, do miracles you know. here. And don't if you think like, I can't pray for people. I can't pray in a way that miracles happen. Well, it's not up to you. It's up to God. So could I just ask people to come up? And if you've never prayed for anyone before, if you've never seen anyone healed before, and you're very welcome just to come up and hang out and just watch, um, see, see what happens. Um, and if you're thinking like, actually, I'm a bit not too sure about this, but I think I'd like to, Grow in this, then again, just come up and maybe just gather around and just listen to how, what other people pray, and and we'll see what happens. So, so, um, so, church, can I just get you to to come up and, and gather around these people? And I know that for the rest of you, are thinking, well, what are we going to do? If you're, it, well, the band's just going to just going to play a a song, just um just quietly, and um. um So I just encourage us to ask, you know, where the pain is, and um, and then pray. One of those sort of awkward times of a church service, with lots happening up here, not much happening back there. Um, what we're going to do, we're going to we're going to close the service now, so that if you need to get going, uh, you're very welcome to. But we'd love it; we'd far rather that you stayed there. Actually, will be coffees coming out, and um, love you to stay and just uh, just hang out. But we're going to keep praying up here. I've just talked to someone already, and she was saying when we we're praying, there was like tingling that was going all up through her back, and something's happened with the foot that's caused this back pain in the first place. So. Stuff's happening up here. We're going to keep praying. God is um, doing some cool things, I'm sure. And um, But please do feel free to stay as long as you like, but know that we're officially done for today. It's been great having you here, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week.